Yo, 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 Muddy Waters Podcast. This your boy Shaq Sims, and I'm here right now with Stecolino. Man, the iciest motherfucker, man. I told this nigga, man. I said, God damn, bro, you coming here with all this jewelry on, and I ain't got no chains on, no jewelry, no nothing, man. Making me look like a small fry on my own <laughs> show, man. Yeah, definitely, bro. Definitely, man. And for those that's not in tune with this, man, you need to get in tune, man. You know, he just started rapping, but the nigga hot as fuck, bro. Hard as a motherfucker, man. Fresh out of the city, man. Columbia, South Carolina. We got a lot of talent here, bro. So for the people that's not familiar with you, bro, like, what side of town are you from? I'm originally from Irmo. You know what I'm saying? I grew up in Irmo, Irmo side of town. My mama knew my mama's side of the family. They from... West Beltline, you know what I'm saying, Crystal Mountain. And the mic, bro. They from West, West Beltline, Crystal Mountain, um, you know what I'm saying? But my, my daddy's side of the family, they from Irmo. You know what I'm saying? That's where I grew up at. That's where I did all my schooling at, from elementary to high school, you know what I'm saying? Back back and forth. Just, so I'm, I I really I really could say, you know what I'm saying, I had the best of both worlds because, you know what I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I'm staying on the suburbs. You know, a lot of people say Irmo the suburbs, you know what I'm saying? But I did a lot of back and forth, you know, from... Irmo to Beltline, the Broad River, you know what I'm saying, Lee Bird, like shit like that. Just growing up, trying to trying to find my way, trying to find my way, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you say that living in the suburbs um, and living in the hood, having the best of both worlds, would you say you were more drawn to one versus the other? Like, were you more drawn to the hood or were you more drawn to the suburbs? It was, it was, it was more so me trying to find, like, trying to find my home, you feel what I'm saying? Mm. I ain't grow up, I ain't grow up raised by my dad and my mom. You know what I'm saying? My mama she lost custody of me when I was three years old to the courses. You know what I'm saying? So my grandparents they gained custody of me growing up. So they really took me in. You know what I'm saying? And really put me on the path for doing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? Knowing right from wrong. This and that. But me being so lost and confused as a child uh, as why my little brother and them can you know what I'm saying? Grow up my mama and I can't. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that. that always play in my mind. I always run back to my mom, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And be and be in that environment. And I just start picking up on a lot of stuff, you know what I'm saying? That I wasn't exposed to staying with my grandparents, but it, exposed to just being in the streets, you know what I'm saying? Playing around on my mom's side of town, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I really gravitated towards that lifestyle more so to the good lifestyle because I felt like everything was just handed to me and I didn't want nothing to be handed to me, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to get out here and, and try to realize shit for my own, you know what I'm saying? So even as a kid? Even as a kid, because that's the mindset I always was was around, not the mindset I was always in because growing up, I ain't really had friends like that, you know what I'm saying, in high school, because all my partners, they was out of school already. They was either dropped out or either, you know what I'm saying, just stopped going to school. So everybody I looked up to, they was, you know what I'm saying, older than me and out of school, so... I ain't, I ain't never really had a mindset of, you know what I'm saying, dumb and not trying to do something with myself because everybody I'm around getting money, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I just gravitated towards me wanting to get some money of my own, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I played towards that yeah, and started picking up on a lot of stuff. So growing up, as far as middle school through high school, my maturity level, my mind was just on a whole other level other than my peers who I was beside my age in school, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I just felt like maturity-wise, my mind was on something totally different as far as getting money and actually trying to have money in my pocket than going to school at the time. So I, that's that's how I feel about that. Yeah. So back then, what were the guys around you doing to get money? Because like you said, they were in the streets and stuff. Were they selling like? Were they selling drugs? Were they breaking in houses? Were they robbing niggas? You know, it's, it's you know what I'm saying with the streets. You know, 
you really, if you really in it, you really come from, you know, you know what I'm saying, what be going on, but it just consists of a lot of hustle. Mm, niggas was hustling. A lot, a lot of hustling, man. I always wanted something for yourself. Mm-hmm. Ain't really work. Want to work for the next man. So mm-hmm. You out here trying to figure out what you can do. You know what I'm saying? As far as where your next dollar gonna come from. What you gonna do to get this? What you gonna do to get that? So just being around that, that really motivated me to, you know what I'm saying? Get on my grind and get on my hustle and want more for myself. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I say the hustling part aspect of it. Yeah. yeah. Now back then, what did you aspire to do in the future? Because of course you wanted to have some paper as a jet. But you know, a lot of us have dreams growing up. Yeah. So what were your dreams as a kid? Um, shit. I, honestly, I had, I had, I had dreams of playing sports. You know, just like the average child. You know what I'm saying? But I had a lot of early injuries playing sports. You know what I'm saying? I used to play um, soccer. Um, fractured my um my ankle, broke my ankle. Um, I played ball. I really wanted to, you know, what I'm saying, grow up and play play ball a little bit more. But fucked around and broke my pelvic growth plate, my hip. You know mm. what I'm saying? So I had a lot of early injuries, so that kind of really crushed my dreams on wanting to put put myself out there on the line and play ball, knowing I'm, I had all these injuries and my body ain't how it used to be. So mm-hmm. I ain't going to be able to really compete on that level the way I wanted to. So I really just fell back from that, you know what I'm saying? Gravitated towards more, just hustling, you know what I'm saying? Trying get some, to, get trying, some trying paper. paper. You know what I'm saying? Dog, I would have never imagined you played soccer, dog. Yeah. You was good at soccer, dog? Yeah, I, I was good, man. They, they, you used to tell me all the time I was good, man. Word. Yeah. So that was like the first sport you fell in love with? Yeah. Because that's the I, first I, sport I, you I, named, so. That was one of my favorite sports at the time, you know what I'm saying, soccer. Man, that's I used, dope. I used to love playing soccer. That's dope, bro. I played soccer too, man. That was the yeah. first sport I ever played. Yeah. I was trash, though, man. I played one <laughs> season, dog. I was like six years old. <laughs> I was never athletic, bro. So. Yeah, soccer, yeah, soccer was fun, man. Yeah. It was fun just be able to play with your feet. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then you know with soccer, you really have to be in shape to play that shit because yeah. you constantly running. You're running always, yeah. You constantly running, bro. You know what I'm saying? So at what age did you stop playing sports in school? Uh, completely. I, I ain't gonna lie, I played sports all the way through school, but I picked up on something else. You know, um, when I got to seventh grade, that's when I really started switching up what I what I like to do as far as sports. I stopped playing soccer by the time I was in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Um, I started. I started wrestling because I tried out for um, I tried out for the um, basketball team in middle school, but I was always a knucklehead in the school. You feel what I'm saying? So the coaches already knew me just because I already had a name for myself. Around me, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. when it, when it came to tryouts, you know what I'm saying? I always was given the short end of the stick, always because the coaches felt like they needed to put more pressure on me than anybody else because of the person I was and me just did just dealing with me in the general. They know it was gonna be a challenge. Mm. So. They always gave me the hard time, so I ain't never really make it as far as trials, you know what I'm saying, making it to a team. So I fell back on the next thing that I knew I could probably, you know what I'm saying, do something in, just something new I wanted to try was musicals wrestling. Mm. You know so I wrestled from seventh grade all the way through my 11th grade year. Wow. Through high school. So from seventh grade to um, 11th grade, I, I wrestled. So that was, that was a sport I really picked up on, I really enjoyed and started to love. Yeah. Was that a way for you to um, get your aggression out and shit like that? Like, I'm going to fuck these little white boys up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> at the time, yeah, shit. Yeah. At the time, because I had a lot of building aggression. But, mm. like, with that, with wrestling, you can't really go into sport as far as, like, having a mindset of strong. Man, I'm stronger than the next, this and that, because it's not really built on on how strong you are. You know what I'm saying? It's really it's a mental game. You know what I'm saying? And, being out, being able to outsmart your opponent, you know what I'm saying, as mm-hmm. far as getting getting for them points or the or that pin, you know what I'm saying. So I really, I, you could really go into wrestling with the aggression and 
the strong man listen to strong, strong all people because it ain't gonna work. Ain't what? Gonna work yeah. I, I thought that was the name of the game. No, no, no not with that. Um, because when I was about my, I see, I see my seventh and eighth grade year. That's the mindset I went in with. Had a losing record, man. Ended up with a losing record. Um, I ain't really start gaining a gaining a, a winning record till I hit about tenth grade. You know what I'm saying? Because my last year wrestling, I ended up with a thirteen to no record. Mm. You know what I'm saying I was going to state, but I fought around and got myself in some 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 a situation at school. Got myself expelled, so. I couldn't, I couldn't go through with that, you know, it's like I got kicked out of school, so I really missed my chest. I really fought on my chest because I could have got a college scholarship on wrestling, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just I just wasn't taking myself serious with it as far as still having something going outside, outside of school, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, wow. So how did that make you feel to lose that, though? Did you feel like, damn? Because I'd imagine, bro, because, you know, being in the streets and stuff like that, no matter what age, yeah. you know what come with it. You know jail comes with it. You know death comes with it and all of that stuff. So you, I'd imagine at that age, you were probably looking for a way out. Yeah. You know what I mean? You looking for a way to get your family in a better situation because you talked about putting myself in a better situation. But you didn't want to have to go about doing it that way forever. So did you feel like you lost hope as far as doing something legit for your future when you lost your college scholarship? Um. At the time, I'll be honest, at the time, I was on some I don't give a fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like my main my mind frame at that point in time, like, I I know how I was. Like I, I was like, okay, it was it was that, but now it ain't. So what I'm gonna do now? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That's why I, that's how I kinda went with it. You know what I'm saying? Me looking back at it, you know what I'm saying, as far as the growth and mature the way my mind has developed since then, you know what I'm saying? Just looking back at it like, yeah, I had a chance that I fucked up on, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I can't really, I can't really dwell on it because you know what I'm saying. It was back then, I can't really do nothing about it now. But you know what I'm saying, try to have something for myself now. Mm-hmm. So that's what I really more so focus on. But at the time, I really ain't care. Yeah, you know, so I can say that I really ain't care at the time. Yeah, word, definitely, bro. So what was your parents? How were your parents feeling about um, what you were doing? As far as like you wrestling, you know what I'm saying, you playing sports, you know. I mean, you may have been doing a little shit to get in trouble in school, but you were still in school. You yeah. know what I mean? You didn't drop out or get kicked out at that point in time. Yeah. So how were they feeling about what you were doing? Were they supportive and shit like that? Um, yeah, my, my people's always been supportive of whatever I did, you know what I'm saying, as far as the the sports to try to do the right thing. But when it came to anything other than doing the right thing, it was always against it. You know what I'm mm. saying? That's just my grandparents perspective on, on on that type of stuff because my father you know what i'm saying he he, he, he didn't he been there he been there you know what i'm saying but he ain't raised you know what i'm saying so he always was there i say when it mattered at some some point in times but you know what i'm saying i still ain't have him there by my side every day you know what i'm saying growing up to give me that wisdom and that knowledge your father's supposed to be there for you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. it was just you know what i'm saying from from my grandparents perspective it was always they always supported everything i had going on as long as it was supportive and, and as long as it was beneficial, beneficial to me, and me trying to better myself, man, and grow up and not do the wrong thing. You feel what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. but from my mama's side of family, she she was never really around to even witness it or you know, understand what I had going on because it was no contact, it was no communication. So from their side, they were they weren't really attuned even know what was going on at the time. So yeah, I could really say that. But my grandparents, they always supported me though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. Now, we talking about the Irmo side of the family, which is the good side. What about your homies on, on, on District 1 side? Yeah. Were they supportive? Because a lot of dudes in the hood, 
Oh, nigga, you play sports. You a nerd, nigga. Oh, yeah, oh see, nigga, that's, you that's, in school. Was was that nigga's reaction to you? Were they hating on you a nah, little bit? Nah, see, I ain't gonna lie. My um, my partners, my partners on the other side. Today, I was supporting before. You know, so they used to show up to the show, to the um, to the um meets and to the little events and to the games and shit. Like they always be supportive. You know, what I'm saying and some of them even had transferred to that side of town to even jump into the sport along with me. So I had a lot of my partners picking up on the sport just because. I chose to get into it. Yeah. So it was it was it was a lot going on, you know. So I really I really put a lot of people onto that sport too. Yeah. You know, so I can say that because just all the script they see me interested in it. You know what I'm saying? So they they chose to gravitate towards it. So Yeah, you inspired your homies, man, to do yeah. some positive shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that's dope as fuck, bro. To to do that for your homies, man, to be an inspiration for yeah. them niggas. I'd imagine they looked up to you. Because you were hanging with them doing the same shit that they were doing, but you had some positive shit going on. Yeah, and that was just that was just the um the the little friends I did have, you know what I'm saying, in high school and middle school and shit like that, you know what I'm saying, that, that stayed around through it all. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But Yeah. Oh yeah, I had a I had a I had a, I had a good little good little set of uh, homies around me, you know what I'm saying? That's, that wanted to see the nigga do the right thing and progress and, and get get us out of here, man. Cause that's all it's about right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. So, back then, you know, were you thinking about ever becoming a rapper? Was that ever on your mind, or was it just like so far fetched? Nah, see, I always, I always had a passion for music. You know, so I always loved music. See, growing up, um, I used to always listen to a lot of R and B, a lot of, um, a lot of old school music. Cause you know, I said growing up in a, uh, a grandparents' household, you know, I'm gonna be put on a lot of. Stuff from back in the day, you know, just off of what my grandparents enjoy, what they like listen to. They just giving me the wisdom and the knowledge, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I grew up with the old soul, so I would listen to a lot of music like Michael Jackson, um, um, what's um, but it passed away, Prince, um, Prince too, but um, James Brown, James Brown, okay, you know what I'm saying? I, was, I grew up with a lot of that stuff, just you know what I'm saying, being around my grandparents and just listening to what they like listen to, yeah, being on the road trips and they playing their music, you know, you and you in the car, you got a trouble to listen to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what they playing, but um, but yeah, I always, I ain't, I had a passion for music, you know, but I really ain't, I, I really never wanted to be no rapper though. I can honestly tell you that. Um, I just always been around the music vibe, you know, my my partners and them, they was always rapping, you know what I'm saying? I was never the rapper, like I would never, I was, I used to always be the person to always say. I would never rap, you know what I'm saying? That would, that would that wouldn't be me. What was it about? It just it just like I, I just never could see myself doing it. You yeah, know, it, I, I can't really say pinpoint like one thing that nah, you know what I'm saying? It's just I just never see myself doing it. But I had a lot of influence from my uncles and from my um my homies and stuff like that. They always telling me like, bro, you always come to the studio when we here. You know what I'm saying? You always taking us here like. Where you really be doing the shit niggas be rapping about that don't really be doing it. So you might as well, you know, so you got the look, you got the image, you know what I'm saying? You might as well. So I just like fucking one day and just tried it out. And, you know what I'm saying? Just fell in love with it. But I kind of fell back off of it from a little minute. You know what I'm saying? I ain't take it serious. And then I say, start playing around a little bit more, trying to find my sound, trying to find my way, you know what I'm saying? Investing, investing this, investing that, start seeing a little bit more lead room, you know what I'm saying? Seeing people actually fucking with it, you know what I'm saying? So I really got inspired by myself to really, you know what I'm saying? Really further further my, my, my career in music and, and want to see myself actually take shit serious. And I started taking shit serious and seeing a lot of progress. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, man, I seen you post your numbers. Especially when you start getting paid to do what you do. 
So as far as that, like that's what I enjoy. I enjoy the money behind it. I enjoy getting paid for doing something I like to do. You know what I'm saying? Not really being forced to do it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, just just, just motivating myself and want to see myself do it. Because at the end of the day, it's, it, it got bigger than what it used to be. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of more It's a lot more revenue coming in for this. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. Sometimes it's, it's the only thing we got at the moment. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I fell I in love with, this, with, with the music, man. Yeah. Where did the name Stacks come from? Um... Was that always your name back in the day? Your nickname? I've had so many nicknames, but <laughs> I had got the name Stacks from my um, Talking to Mike a little bit, bro. from from one of my um one of my childhood friends, nigga named Boom. You know what I'm saying? I had um we had went through middle school, high school together. You know what I'm saying? It's one of my day ones. Um, he um we always to go out. You know, since back when we had no cars, we was riding bikes and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we'll meet at the middle school. You know what I'm saying? On the weekend or something, and um. Playing what we gonna do for the weekend. See, at the time, it wasn't really too much we could do, but ride our bikes to the mall. You know what I'm saying? Go to Frankie's Fun Park after the mall. Fuck with some, you know what I'm saying? Some females or something. You know what I'm saying? So, but at the time, I was always the little nigga that always had money. Out of everybody in the little clique, I was always the one that had money, and I always was doing shit for everybody. Like when we go out to Frankie's or something. I, by everybody, you know what I'm saying? One big pizza, you know what I'm saying? By everybody drinks. Like, I'm always doing something for us. So my homeboy's like, he just said it one day, he was like, bro, he's like, we gotta come up with you a nickname, bro. My homeboy, boom, you know what I'm saying? He was just like, he's like, matter of fact, bro, he's like, bro, every time we see you, bro, you always be fresh, you always got money, bro. Like, bro, your name, we gonna start calling you Stacks, bro, cause you always got money, bro. So he's gonna call you Stacks. So that's how I really got the name Stacks through him. You know what I'm saying? Cause a lot of my nicknames used to be you know, it's my family name is Dayday. You know what I'm saying? So everybody used to call me Dayday, and then it went from Dayday to Stacks. You know what I'm saying? I used to um, niggas used to call me Hot Hands. You know what I'm saying? Back, used to beat niggas up. Man, we used to do so much <laughs> shit. Man, <laughs> <laughs> man we used to do so much shit. Man, I had some nicknames like in the streets. Now you know what I'm saying? Everybody call me Stacks. You know what I'm saying? My rap name Stacks Glow. You know what I'm saying? My homie, my partners, everybody call me Stackalino. You know what I'm saying? Beat Glow. Glow, you know what I'm saying? Just anything wrapped around stacks, glow, or, or stacks, you know what I'm saying? I'm really, I'm really known for. Um, I got the name, I got the name Glow for my other partner. My own shout out to my boy Kano, you know what I'm saying? Valley Gang Kano, he rap too, you know what I'm saying? He hard, he on Broad River. Um, them boys on, on Broad River, they had gave me the name Big Glow, and they named me Big Glow off of Chief Keep, um, cousin that died, Blood Money, you mm. know what I'm saying? Cause they used to call him Big Glow, and they everybody say on the real. I remind them of how Blood Money used to be because I started going crazy with the face tattoos. You know what I'm saying? And bro, I always had crazy face tattoos, and they just say I wish you to remind him of him. You know what I'm saying? So they just named me after bro and just called him Big Glow. Mm -hmm. So shit, I just I ran with it. You know what I'm saying? I just incorporated Big Glow into Stacks. I just call it Stacks Glow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just ran with it. Yeah. That shit hard. Yeah, that shit is hard, bro. Yeah. It's different too. Yeah. You know. So, speaking of the face tats, bro, what made you do that? Like, because I like the face tats, dog. I always say I live through niggas like y'all, man, that get, can get face tats. Because a nigga like me, I got to work a nine to five, so I can't get no fucking oh, face yeah. tats. But I like to live through niggas like y'all and look at y'all face tats and imagine what my shit would look like. Like, I would get some shit right here, some shit right here. Like, what made you do that? I ain't even gonna lie, bro. I'm gonna keep it all over 100. It was the drugs, bro. It was, it was the drugs, bro. Like. I used to get so high that my body, bro, you know what I'm saying, on, on, on drugs, just 
just living that lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? Just I don't give a fuck lifestyle. Just you know what I'm saying? I ain't I ain't promoting drugs, but that's that's what it came from, you know what I'm saying? Because it used to put me in out of body experiences and in mind frames to the point where I wouldn't give a fuck what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't care what I'm doing. You mm. know what I'm saying? So I just fuck around and just get fucked up out my mind and call up my on my tat lady and got them just get a session in and just go crazy on my face. You couldn't you know even feel it, I bet. Couldn't even feel it because I used to be so hot. And that used to draw me to get more because of the feeling that it was no feeling. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people ask me, like, how does it feel to get them to do a hurt? Like, and I used to always tell them, like, bro, I used to be fucked up and I couldn't feel nothing. I literally used to fall asleep in my sessions. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's what really just draw me to it because it was, I wasn't feeling no pain from it. So it's just like I could take so much. You know what I'm saying? And then I start on one side of my face and Look in the mirror the next morning and realize that this side is uneven with this side because I don't have nothing on this side. So then I go back and get more, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. make, try to make my face look symmetrical and all type of shit, you know what I'm saying? So it was a, it was a lot of shit behind the face text, man. Um, but I ain't gonna lie, I don't regret them. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? I don't regret them, but um, it's just that's just something that came from the drugs, man, that I couldn't really, I couldn't really do nothing from, you know what I'm saying, at that point in time. But yeah. But that's where that's where it all originated from the drugs. Cause I ain't even gonna lie. If I went on the drugs, I wouldn't have no goddamn face tattoos, bro. I wouldn't have none of these shit. If I went on the drugs. Now speaking of the drugs, when you woke up the next day, like after you got your first face tattoo, did you immediately regret it, or did you? Cause are you coherent enough when you're that high to know what you're doing and remember it, or is it like you just wake up with a face uh, tat and you like what the fuck? Yeah, I got you, a face tattoo. You, tat? you remember, you remember the night before, but you wake up with, with a little bit more shock than you had. While getting it because the mind frame you was in when you was getting it, you know what I'm saying? You didn't give a fuck, but you wake up like, damn, I really went through with this shit. You know what I'm saying? I really did this shit. That 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 be my sometimes my shock is at the end of the night. You know what I'm saying? Like waking up from that be my shock is like when I wake up like and I really just did this, I really just put this shit on my face, like what the fuck you wrong with me? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like them type of reactions, but I mean shit, it just it, it just is what it is once it's there. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no getting it off unless you're gonna pay to get it off. Yeah. And that pain is something serious too. Oh god, that shit worse than getting the tattoo. So which one was your first face tat? Um, uh, I had the um I think I had the loyalty. The loyalty just thinking right here. I think I had the loyalty on my face. I think that was the first tat I had. My first face tat. I think it is. I got thirteen I got thirteen face tats. Now when your granny saw your face, oh, it was all here. They didn't think it was real at first. She like quit playing that, eh? <laughs> shit, my folk, my folk, well, my folk thought I'd been tripping. Oh God, they knew it was something more than just me just going to get attacked. Like they knew a nigga had to be goddamn out his fucking mind and do some shit like that. Cause I've been going crazy. Like I said, I've been going crazy with them. You know what I'm saying? My grandparents, they. They really it got to the point I was going so crazy to the point where they didn't think it was real. They thought I was pr pranking them, you know what I'm saying? Like trying to play around and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? They was really convinced these shits was not real on my face. You like, no, this shit ain't coming like, off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this day. When they started seeing more of them and they started seeing they ain't going away, like that's when they really you know what I'm saying, they gave me a hard time about it, but my grandparents always been deceptive. You know what I'm saying? They mm -hmm. always accepted me for me expressing myself. Even 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 if they felt like, you know what I'm saying, it was wrong for me to do it, or they just always accepted me for, for whatever I did or however I did it, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I really that's why I really appreciate them a lot, you know what I'm saying? Because they always been that shoulder to fall on, to lean on when shit wasn't going so right for me, you know what I'm saying? But 
they they ain't like them at first. You know what I'm saying? Damn to, right. To, to this day, my grand, my grandmother always offered me to the pay to get these removed off my face. You know what I'm saying? She always offered me that, but I just always tell her, like, nah, it ain't that serious. Yeah. It ain't, it ain't that serious. Well, at least you know you can get it removed, God damn it. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you got an outlet if you <laughs> need to, my boy. Yeah, if I need to. Yeah. I ain't, I ain't got no intentions on doing that. You know what I'm saying? Because all my face tags actually mean something. You know what I'm saying? Through, through, through me being on drugs while I was getting them, you know what I'm saying? I was going through certain situations at the time when I got each one. So each one stands for its own meaning, you know what I'm saying, at that point in time in my life. So they, they really got a lot of sentimental value to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Word. So speaking of the drugs and shit like that, what drugs, you know, we see the lean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The Promethazine. Yeah. Which brand is this, bro? That's this Walk Art? That's the Walk. Wow, okay. Yeah. That's wow. green? It's what green? Yeah, that's green. That's, okay. That's just promethazine without the codeine. And, you know, we drank that when you got, you know what I'm saying, the red or the purple, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, a lot of people don't drink it because it ain't got the codeine and they feel like, you know what I'm saying, they real drink. Which, you know what I'm saying, I don't knock a nigga for, you know what I'm saying, stating the way they feel, state their opinion, but shit, where I'm from, you know what I'm saying, shit, we drank that when we ain't got what we can get, you know what I'm saying? So, it's, it's better than that. It still give us what we need, you know what I'm saying? So, Mm-hmm. To each his own. Yeah. On that, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. I I, I took a sip of lean one time. That yeah. shit had me so goddamn loopy and sleepy. I was like, man, I don't see how niggas function on this shit, man. That shit was crazy. Shit, <laughs> hey, when, when your body get used to it, you, you, you learn how to handle it. You know what I'm saying? You learn how to work with it. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. You know, the body, the body's going to adjust. Yeah. We're going to adjust. That's what we made to do. Yeah. Now, when did you first start drinking lean, bro? Uh... Real shit, man. Shit, cause you know, growing up, niggas ain't really, niggas y'all, niggas thinking they doing that shit. But shit, I say about probably like four years ago. Four years ago. But I've been off and on though. You know, I said I stopped for a minute for a long period of time. Like, I stopped for like a year and a half or four months, six months. You know, I said I start back getting on it, but it ain't. It, it always been a habit of mine, but I ain't never seen it get out of hand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never seen it get out of hand as far as on my behalf. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, when you start when you started getting your face tats and shit like that, you say you were on drugs. Was it the lean or was it other stuff too that you it were was, taking? It was the lean number one. It was the lean number one because the lean always what made what made me get face tats. Like when I ain't even had other shit to get on, I get on that and I get them. You know what I'm saying? But that's what really sparked it all the lean, um, because you know that, that that lean just make you aggressive sometimes and it just make you I don't it push you in the, I don't give a fuck my for my state, you know what I'm saying? So that that, that lean, that shit something serious when it comes to tattoos, man, cause make you really cause you know what I'm saying, promethazine for example, it's, it's it's there to sedate your body. You know, that's what that's what it's made for. It's it's made to sedate your body. When your when your body gets sedated, you know, you go you it's an out of body experience. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's really self explanatory on that, you know what I'm saying? Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. So have you ever had any scares with the drugs? Because we just lost Juice World, R.I.P. You know, we lost a lot of people due yeah. to drugs, man. We almost lost Lil Wayne. A lot of people in the rap community and in the black community, period, you know, are losing their life to the drugs and stuff yeah. like that. Have you had any scares from the drugs? Yeah, I done, I done had um, multiple seizures off, um, off being on drugs and overdosing, man. I, thank God I ain't had none in about five years, but I done had three seizures off drugs. You know what I'm saying? Um, wow. I had, I had one. In the car while I was driving, you know, that was the most scariest one. And then I had another one at um at one of my partner's house. And then I had another one at in the parking lot at the show. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. And all that came from taking X pills. You know what I'm saying? You know, X pills, they man-made, so ain't no telling what you getting in them. You know what I'm saying? As far as drug-wise, until you go to the hospital and they do blood work on you, you get your records, you know what I'm saying? See, so you got all this shit in your system. You know what I'm saying? So, Was it any specific thing that they kept finding in your system every time, other than the ecstasy? Um, Yeah, but it's, 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 it's some stuff I really don't want to speak on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but sure. on top of that... um. It was just certain. It was just certain stuff that I didn't have no knowledge of at the time. You know, just being a follower. You know what I'm saying? At the time, you know what I'm saying? Just, just wanting to get high and looking for the next high and shit. Being a follower, get my blood work back. Like, damn, I really got this type of shit in my system. Knowing I don't physically do this shit, but this is what is coming in this form. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, this what I'm putting in my body. This was causing me to do it. So I stopped doing them. You know what I'm saying? I stopped fucking with them shit just because. That shit was what was causing me to have them shit, you know what I'm saying? Because I never had epilepsy a day in my life, you know what I'm saying? So it was it was really more so the season was being caused by me, you know what I'm saying? Taking the drugs. Yeah. Wow. That's got to be a shocker, bro. Yeah. yeah scary, yeah. you know, because at the end of the day, you're taking drugs to feel good. Yeah. You know, you're not taking them to harm you. So when the thing that's making you feel good is harming your body, that's got to be like a shock. Like, what the fuck? Hold on. Yeah, and a lot of that shit came from... A lot of that shit just came from goddamn, just, just, just not caring. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just, just not caring and just wanting to chase that high. But then you gotta understand, like, shit, you can't put certain shit in your body, man. You know what I'm saying? Everybody ain't alike. Just because the next man doing it don't mean it's cool for you to do it. You know what I'm saying? So that's just off of my experiences with it. You know what I'm saying? And my focus with it, like, I want, I want, I want to encourage the next. You know what I'm saying? Because that's. It's, it's, like drugs, drugs will fuck, fuck your life up to the point where it'll take your life. You know what I'm saying? So if if it go that serious, man, don't ain't ain't no reason to even hop in it if your body don't call for it. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it's, it's a lot of people, a lot of people out here be you know what I'm saying self medicating themselves because of anxiety and shit they done been through and the streets. You know what I'm saying? Putting them in certain situations and they doing all type of shit. You know what I'm saying? So what what we saying that is just. I, I feel like don't don't be out here taking drugs if you're a follower. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't 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 do it. I don't encourage the next to do that shit because you know what I'm saying that's just something that I feel like you, you don't need. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't if you ain't been going through some shit or already had some shit going on as far as taking drugs or got a condition or something, don't just pick up on it because I don't, that ain't nothing the next wanna do. Mm-hmm. You know I'm saying. Yeah. And I feel like people are easily influenced by the music. Because yeah, I remember Juice World said... The music could do it too, though. Mm -hmm, the music could do it. Because, I mean, dog, when you listen to Future, that nigga make Codeine, Xanax, Percocet, and all that shit sound like some really fun shit to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that nigga, uh, what's his name? Stunner for Vegas. I pop a perk. He give me stamina. Dog, I can't be in the club singing alone to that shit. I ain't never popped a perk a day in my life, but it sounds <laughs> dope as fuck. You feel me? Yeah, but like a kid being 15, 16 years old yeah. who may not be dealing with anxiety and depression, they might have a homie who popping X pills yeah. or Xanax or whatever. They might say, you know what? Ronnie doing that shit. Let me check that shit out. And Ronnie might really be going through some shit. Exactly. He might really be going through some shit. Yeah. He's self-medicating as a kid. But you trying to be a follower, you'll end up getting addicted to that shit. And that shit will end up fucking your life up. Yeah, that shit, that shit will do that, man. That shit will fuck your life up, man. Like, that's why I don't, I don't promote drugs. You know I do drugs cause of, for my own beneficial reasons. You know what I'm saying? And I don't judge nobody for what they do. Facts. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just here to tell people like, it, it ain't about what you do, it's how you do it. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So I feel like 
I put myself in a lot of fucked up ass situations in life, you know what I'm saying, that caused me to end up having to take as much drugs as I had to take, you know what I'm saying, because of the shit I done been through, the shit I done witnessed, the shit I done, you know what I'm saying, it's just pers personal experiences that the doctors I here feel like I don't need or mm -hmm. I can function without shit. To me, you know what I'm saying, I'm already labeled in hospital as a high substance abuse, so certain shit as far as prescribed, they won't let me get because they gonna think I'm trying to abuse it because of my past history of having seizures, of having this in my system, that, 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 you know what I'm saying? Not knowing a person really needs this, you know what I'm saying? Facts. It's the only thing that's keeping them thoughts away, keeping the anxiety levels down, you know what I'm saying? So, I really, I just really been on some shit like shit. I don't judge nobody for what they do, but, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because I know I, I, I do what I do, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, bro, like, mental illness is real, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, for me, dog, you know, at one point in time, you know, every weekend I had to drink. Yeah. I had to get drunk, bro, like, every yeah. weekend because of shit that I was going through and had been through in the past. Mm -hmm. Trauma from my childhood, trauma from me as a teenager and a young adult, and just my own insecurities and shit that I was battling, you know what I'm saying, that I had to go through. So that's how I self-medicated. I self-medicated with alcohol, dog. You know, and, and a lot of these doctors, man, and these psychiatrists, nurses, all these people, most of them don't come from where we come from. So they don't understand. They haven't been through the shit that we've been through. Like They don't understand it, and they swear the diagnosis should, should tell them everything they need to know, which, is, which I feel like it's, it don't be accurate. Yeah, it don't, bro. You can't. Those books weren't written. The the. What is it, the DSM-5, the mm -hmm. book that they use to diagnose mental illnesses? Yeah. Those weren't written with niggas like us in mind, bro. At all. Facts. Like, I, like and, and that goes to my next uh, topic. You got a song in a, you got a song on your mixtape called PTSD. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you suffer from PTSD? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure, for sure. And I suffer from PTSD just off of numerous, off of numerous experiences and occasions. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just one in... One Zengi example of one, uh, I was shot five times. You know what I'm saying? Damn. And I was shot by my, I got set up by my own family. You know what I'm saying? My my own family. You know what I'm saying? Um, Sibyl got me shot through a home invasion. You know, got shot once. You know what I'm saying? They left, came back, shot me four more times. You know what I'm saying? So, I really was going through some shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I was paralyzed for like a year and a half. Wow. You know what I'm saying? My left, my left arm, my left hand couldn't walk. You know what I'm saying? For about six months. You know what I'm saying? I had to go through therapy and do a lot of shit, but yeah, man, I, I, I suffer from a lot of shit because just I've just off that alone, that shit fucked my trust up. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it's like family, all you got when you ain't got the streets. You know what I'm saying? And you know the streets, they dirty, they grimy anyway. So you really gotta watch and walk and stay on all ten while you're in the streets, regardless. But you know what I'm saying? Your family that's in the streets, your family that's out of the streets. You know what I'm saying? Shit, your mutual family that's who you gotta follow on. But once they cross you. You know what I'm saying? Knowing what all the other shit you got going on in the streets, now mm -hmm. it's like, damn, who can you trust? Yeah. That shit just goes to show you can't even trust family because family gonna be the quickest one to snake you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's where a lot of my my, my post-traumatic stress come from. You know what I'm saying? Just off of the shit I done been through. And I done been through so much shit. You know what I'm saying? To the point where I rap, I rap about it a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of my music be pain music, scrubber music. You know what I'm saying? Because I do a lot of harmonizing. And I do a lot of melodic rap. You know what I'm saying? So I really... Get on the auto tune, just sing, you know what I'm saying? Just sing it all out because it's, it's therapeutic to talk about it, you know what I'm saying? Because it's kind of hard to speak on it, you know what I'm saying? Face to face to a person that might not understand it or might not get it. So for me to put in a music form and to put a melody with it, uh -huh. you know what I'm saying? The person out there that 
can relate to it, they're going to gravitate towards it because they've been through it. They feel my pain. They feel where I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. That's why when I do my music, I always tell people, like, my sound is my sound. You know what I'm saying? I do this because I love to do it. You know what I'm saying? And my music isn't for everybody. You feel what I'm saying? But it's for those who feel like they can relate to it. You feel what I'm saying? I'd rather mm -hmm. love the more genuine love than the fake love, but you're going to get both at the end of the day because mm -hmm. a lot of shit in the world ain't genuine. A lot of people not. And with the music industry, you know that shit ain't genuine. You know what I'm saying? Just off the shit you being told, just off the shit you done witnessed in the music industry. So it's just, it's, 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 it's a lot with the PTSD, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just, that shit come from a lot of shit. You just being in the streets, just seeing people get shot, just, you know what I'm saying? S seeing a lot of shit going on, like, Shit that be going on in the movies, yeah, that shit, that shit, Hollywood, but a lot of that shit really be going on where I'm from, you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. that shit be more surreal than anything. Yeah. I feel like, <clears throat> you know, the VA has uh, programs for people who went to war, got deployed, and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like we should have stuff like that in our communities too, bro. Places where people can go to that. I mean, dog, I remember my homie Tick, right? He posted on Facebook a live. He was like, my girlfriend always asked, she always tell me, like, I'm acting different. I'm acting weird. He like, I lost all my friends. I lost all my homies, bro. You know what I'm saying? I done, every time I done took a loss, it was because of one of my homies. Every time I done got in trouble, it was because of one of my homies. You know, I don't know who to trust. Niggas who getting killed. You heard about the situation where three dudes got killed? Yeah. Um, Pablo brothers, Chef Pablo. Mm -hmm. Like, Seeing shit like that, like all of those different situations, that has an effect on people, bro. Yeah, that shit, bro. That, that shit, has that an shit effect on people. Going on, man. The yeah. World. Shit, I'm telling you, man. Life too short for the bullshit, man. Yeah, and I feel like Word. people. I feel like we need shit like that in our communities, bro. For people like us to go to that go through shit, but you know, a lot of people. You know, a lot of people in our community are scared to talk about shit. Yeah, like that's this, the open that's up what about shit. I was gonna like say this. too. A lot of people that ain't even going or really attend something like that just off the scrum because they not willing to open up about it. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know what I'm saying? It's hard at first. You know what I'm saying? When you go through some real life shit, man, it's, it's, it's hard to open up and speak on that shit at first because it's confusing at the end of the day. Cause yeah. Because you, you, you still try to realize you really just went through that. You really just witnessed that. You know what I'm saying? That shit be for real. Do you, do you talk to your homies about stuff like that? Oh, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? All the time. We always talk about the same shit. Same shit because goddamn we 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 all going through it together. At the end of the day. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, but do they tell you how they really feel? Because you know, a conversation like me and you having, you know, we being transparent about how we feel and vulnerable. Like you know, you admitted shit to me, dog, that most people wouldn't admit. I admitted shit to you that most people wouldn't admit. So we having like a real conversation. But you know, when you with your homies, a lot of times ego involved. Not saying on your end, but on yeah. their end, they might be like, "Yeah, bro, I'm fucked up. My nigga died," and the nigga might cry. But a nigga might not tell you how that shit really make him feel. A nigga, yeah. So uh, you, you it, know, it, it be like that sometimes. It's all about you not know, your partner. That's who you dealing with at the time. Because everybody they don't react the same. Everybody personality ain't the same. But you know what I'm saying. And today we all going through it together. So we, off top we, we we able to relate. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying. So we really you know what I'm saying. Me and my partners we really we we speak on certain shit. You know what I'm saying. We don't never hold nothing back. Cause we feel like that shit fake. You know what I'm saying. Just keep going on that and just let it be known. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Don't hold nothing in. You know what I'm saying? We here for each other at the end of the day. So, yeah. We can't fight. We can't fight with each other. Yeah. Now, the situation where you got shot, bro, and you were paralyzed, um, I'd imagine the person set you up to get robbed or did they just set you up to get you shot? Like, what was that situation about? Shit, to me, it was a little bit of both. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like this, 
the get shot process came from, you know what I'm saying, niggas being scared to just, you know what I'm saying, try robbing them because they already know how a nigga react, you know what I'm saying? So, because they showed me that when they shot me the first time, just straight left, you know what I'm saying? They didn't take shit. They just shot me and left. That, you just got scared right then and there, you know what I'm saying? What was the purpose of shooting me and just leaving? Realized what they did and came back. You feel what I'm saying? And shot me for one time just to show me, like, shit, this is what they came for with the whoop. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I just, I just feel like it's a little bit of both. Wow. Yeah, I just feel like a little bit of both, bro, because shit, a lot of, it was a lot of wrong attention. That's fucked up, yeah, man. A lot of wrong attention. Now, the family member that got you set up, where are they now? Shit, I obviously don't even know. I ain't ran into them since. Wow. And how long ago was this? Uh... I think about two years ago. Wow. And you say you were paralyzed? Yeah, about two years ago. Now, when you were in the hospital and they told you that you would be paralyzed on one side of your body, um, how did you, of course you felt away. Did you feel like it's over with for me? Or did you feel like, Shit. I'm going to just keep going and maybe I'll be able to walk again regularly? Shit. Honestly, bro, I wouldn't even settle for nothing less. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't even settle for nothing less, bro. Because when I got to the hospital, I was head first back doing what I was doing. I wouldn't let shit stop me, you feel what I'm saying? I didn't care what the people were telling me, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, everything was to my ability at the end of the day. However, I feel like can happen, this shit gonna happen. Because, shit, I was back walking and, and functioning to the point where they got scared to the point they don't know how the fuck I did it so fast, you mm. feel what I'm saying? And they was just like, shit, it's, it's crazy because it got to the point where my therapist that the hospital recommended for me, it got to the point where they didn't even know what the fuck to do no more. I had to fire my therapist. You know, so I had three therapists. I had to fire all three of them just because I felt like they weren't doing their job. You feel what I'm saying? They wouldn't let me really get up and move the way I needed to to really get back on my feet. So I started taking shit in my own hands and started getting myself up and started walking myself and started doing a lot of shit with myself to get my body back function. Yeah. Wow. So that will and that drive got you back walking. Yeah, that's what I, did it. That was more powerful than any therapy that they could have given. Yeah, I ain't want to settle for. I ain't, I ain't want to settle for. Oh, you're going to be paralyzed. You ain't going to walk no more. I couldn't do it. Immediately. You didn't even accept it in the hospital when they told I could, you. I couldn't do it, bro. Because I was trying to get out of the hospital. The first week I was in there, they could tell you this shit. Every day I used to be like, can I leave? Like, can I go? Can I go? And I couldn't even walk. And I'm trying to leave. Like, I just couldn't. I just couldn't let myself. I couldn't let myself go out like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I got a lot of shit in this world I'm trying to accomplish. I'm trying to get done. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I couldn't settle for that shit. Yeah. Hell, I'm not somebody trying to take my life and try to kill me. Nah, I can't. I can't settle for for nothing less, bro. I gotta bounce back. I gotta show these niggas. Shit, I got a purpose out here. Y'all can't kill me. You feel what I'm saying? Like for real. Wow. It's shit, it's shit, it's shit more than just a word to me. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's life, and you only get one. So you gotta learn how to maneuver it and work around all these crazy situations when you really out here trying to do something for yourself and got a lot of obstacles and shit. You know what I'm saying? Trying to stop your path because shit, anybody trying to do something. Positive and try to do something with their life and try to do something with themselves. Shit, I feel like we need to be protected at all costs at the end of the day because shit, we the ones with the, with the mindsets to do this shit. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people they ain't they ain't got the mindset to do it. They just gonna talk about it and not put in the work. But niggas gotta understand, shit, it's a lot of work being put in behind this shit too. Mm-hmm. So it's more than just a it's a mental game. It's, it's it's a lot of physical going on too. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that speaks to your work ethic too, bro. Yeah. You know, my first time meeting you, you in the yo. Yeah. You working by yourself too. 
It wasn't 10 niggas in here with you. It was just you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We set up the interview. Bro, where you at? I'm at the yo. Yeah. Pull up was, anytime. All day. Fun you know, like, where does that work ethic come from, dog? Like, because everybody wants shit yeah. in life. Everybody do. I don't give a fuck if you talk to the nigga that's just sleeping on his girlfriend's couch who ain't going to look for no job, ain't hustling, ain't doing nothing, to the nigga that's getting up every day, 4 o'clock in the morning, working two, three jobs to provide for his family. Everybody in life wants something, but not everybody has the work ethic that you have. Where do you get that work ethic from, bro? Oh, just, just, just basically just tired of being, you know what I'm saying, around the bullshit, just tired of getting yourself in. For the past situations and going to jail left and right, you know what I'm saying? Like shit, if, I just I just feel like, you know what I'm saying? If I got an opportunity in front of me, you know what I'm saying? To the point where I can I can work on my craft and I can I can get better doing what I'm doing this right here to my disposal. Why not invest in it? I don't have nothing else going on, you know what I'm saying? So this this can just be something for me to invest in, you know what I'm saying? For the time being, to try to see if this shit to pick up, you know what I'm saying? Get off the ground. We just been doing a lot of I've been seeing a lot of progress, you know what I'm saying? So. It's more so it's more so the determination from you know so I'm determined to do it you know what I'm saying and I want to see myself do it so I'm just staying this mother every day you know what I'm saying until mm-hmm. I can't know you know mm-hmm. so that's what, that's what I'm really big on I'm just really big on consistency and having a lot of work you know what I'm saying I I, I don't I don't believe in not working when it comes to this because any day can be your day with this shit you know what I'm saying so a day you. You, you sleeping on it or, or 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 dwelling on it can be the day you could have, you know what I'm saying? And I don't believe in no could I believe in now, so I want it now, so I gotta work for it now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Do you read books, bro? Um, I do. I do a lot of research. Do a lot of research. I used, I used to do a lot of reading. Yeah, I can tell, dog. I, I used to do a lot of reading, but um, I really fell back from just reading books. But I do a lot of research. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I, I study a lot. You know what I'm saying? My free time and. When I'm by myself or alone or something, you know, so I do a lot of research and studying a lot of shit. Who do you look up to, bro? As far as just in maybe business life, inspire like who do you look up to? Is there any specific person or people that you look up to? Um, you today? I ain't saying you, you know, growing up back in I the can't day. Really say or somebody you look to for guidance. I, I can't really say one person in general. You know what I'm saying? Because the type of mind frame I didn't I, I didn't build for myself is I really look up to everybody around me that's trying to do what I'm trying to do mm-hmm. because I'm constantly learning. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I really look towards. I just look towards as far as a vibe from a person, like you know what I'm saying, they demean if I can rock with you, if I can sit here and have a conversation with you and I can learn something from speaking with you, that's gonna make me gravitate to a person. That's gonna make me look up to a person. That's what's gonna make me want to know more about a person, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm constantly learning while I'm teaching. You feel what I'm saying? That's what I'm big on. I'm big on learning, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I can I can do a lot of teaching just off of my past experiences with, you know what I'm saying, a certain crowd of people or a certain party of people, you know what I'm saying? So as far as look up to, it's not really nobody in general, you know what I'm saying? Um, growing up, I had a lot of people I looked up to, you know what I'm saying? That was just me trying to find my way. But, um, but more so now, I feel like I didn't find my way, you know what I'm saying? And I know I know what I'm passionate in, I, I know what I want to do with myself. So right now it's just everybody I look up to is everybody that keep around me. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. if you see me with a person, just know, you know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's more so than a friendship, it's a relationship, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. Yeah. I say that. Yeah. So would you say your experiences in, in life, like, you know, you play soccer, football, 
He was on the wrestling team. He was in the, he was in the streets at one point. It's like you was doing all these different things. Now you're a rapper. Would you mm. say you had to go through all of those things and try all of those things to find your passion, what you're passionate about right now? To get where I'm at now, yeah. I feel like I had to go through everything I went through because that's what made me to this day. You know what I'm saying? That's what made me elevate. That's what made me go to the next level. That's what made me. You know what I'm saying? My past experience is what made me gave me the knowledge of knowing what I know now. Because if I can take the knowledge I know now to back then, I'm at these situations, I would have been maneuvered around. I would never went through that shit. You know what I'm saying? That's why I feel like I could teach the next so they ain't got to go through that shit. You know what I'm saying? If they going down my path, if they going down my route. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I really feel like my purpose is my purpose is to teach. So I'm going to try to do this shit through my music. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I'm going to speak on it. And when did you find out your purpose was to teach? Just just off of experiences once again. You know what I'm saying? Just off of experiences because it's like I always used to go around and everybody used to always tell me I got a purpose after I got shot. You know, a lot of people just kept saying, well, you got a purpose out here. You got a purpose out here. So with me just hearing that constantly from random people too at that, just people I meet in public, you know what I'm saying? They hear my situation. Um, It's like... I, I, just, I just found myself trying to figure out, you know what I'm saying, what my purpose was. So I just always found myself, you know what I'm saying, enlightening a lot of people sometimes, you know mm. what I'm saying. A lot of people always telling me that they learning from me, this and that. So I just started thinking, thinking hard on that. Like maybe my purpose is to teach out here because a lot of people say I give them good advice, you know what I'm saying. I, I can really, you know what I'm saying, tell them how to do this, tell them how to do that. So I just really ran with that. And I feel like my purpose is to teach, so. It's only it's only right that I do it through my music. Yeah, cause shit, that's, that's it's easy at that point. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely, bro. I feel like with your experiences, you can teach people too. Yeah, the things you've done, things you've seen, and stuff like that. You know, definitely, man. You can teach a nigga how to get some jewelry too, man. Yeah. Teach a nigga how to shine out here. <laughs> teach a nigga how to get some money. Teach yeah. a nigga how to shine, baby. <laughs> yeah, this shit, yeah. This shit ain't easy, but shit, the work come with it. I'm yeah. telling you, man. Yeah. You know, those are the fruits of your labor, man. Them yeah. trophies right there. You know, they're going to be bigger. Yeah. Bigger and better, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely, Due time, man. Due time ain't nothing but patience right now, man. Yeah. Shout out my um, shout out my little bro, YG Hot. You know what I'm saying? He he always say, well, them, them pieces, trophies, man. They trophies, man. Mm-hmm. Trophies like a motherfucker. Shout out to Hot. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to motherfucking Hot. Yeah, bro. So, you got some new music coming, I bet. Cause boy, you in this oh, yeah. motherfucker every day. I got a lot of new shit coming. A lot of visuals dropping next month. Um, January, a lot of a lot of visuals coming. Um, a lot of new music. A couple mixtapes. I got a couple mixtapes done. I can drop. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of shit. It's a lot of shit going on. Yeah. A lot of shit. A lot of shit. To look forward to. For real. Yeah. Definitely, bro. And if you haven't check out his music, man. Oh, yeah. Nigga, dope as fuck. I'm on all platforms. All platforms, bro. Tell them where they can find you out on social media and shit, bro. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm right there on Instagram, Stackalino93, S-T-A-C-K-A-L-I-N-O-93, 9-3, the numbers. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm rocking with right now as far as social media. You know what I'm saying? Just Instagram. That's where you can find me at. Um, all my music on all major platforms. You know what I'm saying? Not on, on Spinnerilla. Not on any mixtape platforms, but as far as music-wise, YouTube, Tittle, Spinnerilla. I mean, not Spinnerilla. Um... What's it called Spotify, Spotify, mm -hmm. Spotify um, Amazon, Apple Music, you know, any 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 major any major distribution platform on there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. Check bro, music out, man. Yeah, I appreciate you for coming on the show, my nigga.
Always, bro. I appreciated the conversation, always, man. I learned a lot oh, yeah. about you, dog. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Learned a lot time, about you, time, man. man. Yeah, you know, man. next time we do an interview, this nigga gonna let me wear all his chains and shit. Oh, yeah. He gonna I give them to me. Oh, he gonna give them to me next interview. <laughs> 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 yeah, for sure. For sure, I got him. Yeah. Muddy Waters, we out.